Welcome back to another episode of the Community Board Podcast with your host Miguel Valdez and uh, we're back after taking a break during the summer and um, today I'm here with my friend Courtney. How you doing Courtney? I'm well, how are you? How's your summer going? Oh, great, fast, but I'm ready for fall. Yeah? Oh yeah. All right. What is your favorite part of the summer and the transition to, to fall? Uh, favorite part of the summer is just all the stuff I can do outside, sitting outside, being outside. But fall, I'm a runner, so it's a lot cooler. Oh, so I'm great. looking forward to that, and I love football. Do you participate during any races during the summer? Yeah, I actually have um, participated in, in a few. I did a couple half marathons, and then I did the Ragnar Relay a couple weeks ago, which Where is was that a at? lot what, of fun. Where does that take place? Um, That is from Winona to Minneapolis. You do it wow. with a team. How many uh, miles is that? Um, It, it was 202.4, I think. Okay. And what was your um, distance that you did? My distance was right around 20. Okay. So and how many were in your team? There were 12 people. Okay. So you're just up for about 36 hours running. Wow. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, That's more great. fun than I was anticipating. And do you have anything, any race for the for the fall? Uh, the next one I have coming up is a half marathon, a trail marathon, or trail half in uh, a week, a week and a half. So for somebody who's uh, is new to training or and they live here in the Midwest, upper Midwest, during the winter months, how do you train? Do you still go out until what temperatures? I actually do go out um, for my longer runs and when it's daylight. Um, so I'll go out till it's pretty cold. Or slippery. Um, yeah, slippery. <laughs> that's that's another thing to watch out for. Yeah. But I just find it's more interesting than training on the treadmill, which I do also. But um, Does I, shoes change? Do you use different type of shoes or is it just the same typical running shoe? I use the same shoes. They do have these things that you can put on your shoes if it's really okay. like snowy or slippery out um, called yak tracks that help grip the surface. So I there's see. things that you can use, but I actually prefer running in the winter to the summer. The heat is just yeah. not, not good with me. Yeah, I see. So, Courtney, um, you work with NAMI. What's what's NAMI for our friends? And, and we're going to be talking about what NAMI's vision Mission ambition, I guess. Sure. So NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And NAMI Southeast Minnesota, which is here in Rochester, mm -hmm. is our local affiliate. So what we do is um, we provide education, support, and advocacy for people living with mental illness, their family members, and the community as a whole. And NAMI has chapters or offices along all over the country? All over the country, yeah. In total, there are about a thousand NAMIs, okay. different affiliates. Um, they're all varying sizes. So there's others in Minnesota that are volunteer-led. Um, we also have one in St. Paul that's the state NAMI, so mm -hmm. NAMI Minnesota. And then our national office is in Arlington, Virginia. I see. And, for example, the office here in Rochester, what area do you guys cover or clients? Where do they come from? So just to paint the picture. 
Most of our people and programs are here in Rochester and Olmstead County, but we do um, provide services in in surrounding counties too. So if if somebody comes into town and wants to access around. Exactly. They could go to a support group or a class. And then we also do some things in Dodge County, Mauer County, and Wabasha County. Those are probably the the ones where we're, we have the most uh, contact with. Okay. And when you say support groups, do you have different type of support groups or how does that work? How can people, I mean, do you have support groups for family members who's dealing with somebody with mental health? issues or or only people with clients who has any mental illness we actually have both okay so we have support groups um we have one called connection Mm -hmm. and that's twice a week and that's designed for people living with mental illness okay and so one thing that's different about nami programs is the people leading the groups and the classes are not mental health professionals. Okay. We're not counselors. Um, we're not psychiatrists or psychologists. Yep. We're people with a lived experience with mental illness. Oh. And so if a person goes to a support group for someone living with mental illness, they know that the facilitator um, who has been trained is mm-hmm. also someone that lives with a mental illness. And then for the family groups, those meet about once a week. And those are led by a family member. So it's an it's a different sort of approach that's a really nice complement to mm-hmm. treatment somebody might be getting through medication or talk therapy um, and all the things that they're doing to keep themselves well, plus this peer support aspect. I see. What about youth groups? Do you have some uh, support groups for youth? We don't at this time. Have or any- oh, resources. We have uh, a couple of programs that are designed for youth. One of them is a brand new to us program that we're rolling out this fall. It's mm-hmm. called Ending the Silence. And it's a presentation um, that's designed for middle and high school students that educates about mental illness and what someone may see in a friend who is experiencing symptoms and then what to do. You know, how to connect with that trusted adult to get them the help that they need. Okay. And also support groups for, or at least for the youths to identify if some a family member, does, would that help or also it's mostly for peer to peer? It would definitely help with, uh, it, you know, any type of symptoms okay. for um, somebody experiencing mental illness. Okay. And... Um, in your role as, as a NAMI uh, employee, what do you see the biggest need here in, in Olmstead County on, on mental health uh, issues or illness or, or services? I think there are, there are a lot of needs uh, within the mental health system in mm-hmm. general. Um, there, one of the things that we need uh, here are psychiatrists, so people that can see patients and prescribe medications, um, and also services for uh, people not only in the community, but who need acute care, like via hospitalizations. Mm -hmm. Um, On the community level, though, because that's mainly where we sit, uh, what I see is just 
that we need more awareness and knowledge of mental illness Mm -hmm. and even just poor mental health because someone can really be having a hard time and have poor mental health without having necessarily a diagnosable mental illness. But one of the things that comes up frequently is this need for social connection and a need to have activities that reduce isolation, um, to talk about what we're experiencing relating to perhaps symptoms of mental illness, because that will all help people get connected with care sooner than when we kind of just try to go on our own. Yeah. So do you guys see increase of needs or during the winter months where we have that insulation like you mentioned? We do. I think one of the things with the winter months that's really hard on people is uh, the reduced daylight because that mm-hmm. can that can exacerbate a lot of illnesses, um, but it's interesting too because some people have found that maybe the cycle of their illness is completely opposite. So it's it's completely yeah. individual, um, but particularly with instances of seasonal affective disorder, which is a type of depression um, and just worsening of general symptoms and and mental health in general by not having that daylight and like you said mm-hmm. more isolation so we definitely see especially uh, attendance in our support groups seems to tick up a little bit as the days get shorter yeah so you mentioned a little bit about the needs or barriers that you found but what about the other side where where things are in place that people can take advantage if if they're dealing with somebody at home or or if you're dealing with some uh symptoms i think that there is more and more understanding and even though there is a stigma that still exists i think that more and more is being done to understand it more and to learn how to support a loved one. Um, We see most recently opportunities within the business community where we've had a chance to speak to some employers about how to create a more mentally healthy workplace. And so the attention on the issue of mental illness and mental health and how to help yourself or someone else, we're just talking about it more and to me, that's that's yeah. the biggest thing we can do is reduce that stigma so it's okay to ask for help and to get help. And when you do that, someone knows how to respond to that and then knows where to turn or, or mm-hmm. how to help. Yeah, I remember um, what was a little over a year ago when the Mental Health Summit took place at the library and all the input that we have for community partners, I guess, the deal with some clients or or in, deal with the public and the things that they share about mental health and I guess one of those was like you mentioned the the I guess the communication you know know about the things that are in place and and, and also the stigma so but thank you for putting that that was a great event and I learned a lot and and I think the more that we talk about it the the people is going to benefit so Thank you for coming today. Also, um, what um, awareness, that's, I mean, that's a key word 
and you have an event coming up. What is that? What is that about? We do. We have our annual NAMI Walks yep. event. It's at the end of September, Saturday, September 24th. And we walk at RCTC at the Fieldhouse. Okay. Um, it's a family-friendly event. We really are there to raise awareness of mental illness, um, to raise funds for NAMI programs because most of them are offered at no charge mm -hmm. for anyone accessing them. And it's also, most importantly, a chance to celebrate recovery and mm -hmm. that recovery is possible. And many people live very well with mental illness and also hope, hope that recovery yeah. is indeed possible and that it happens. So that is at, um, it, the walk is at one o'clock on September 24th. And then prior is that to a that, Saturday? it right? is a Saturday. Yes. And, oh. At that time of the year, I mean, we're talking about almost a month from now, beautiful weather. Oh. September is, is I love September. We've been so lucky yep. the last few years. We've just had gorgeous days. And what's great about RCTC is with the field house, if somebody mm -hmm. chooses to walk inside, there's a track. Mm -hmm. Or if the weather's bad. So no matter what, no matter yeah, what distance, rain or shine. Yep, it, it, it goes on and you don't even have to get yeah. wet. <laughs> and um, do you need volunteers for that event? We do. We actually really rely on volunteers okay. for the walk and all of our programs. Okay. So, um, How can somebody get in touch with you guys about um, a volunteer opportunity or they, to get involved with NAMI? They can visit our website, okay. um, which is namisemn.org. Or give the office a call. Okay. Um, 507-287-1692. Okay. And that day, um, are you going to be doing the walk? Are you going to be running the show? How's that going to look for you? Well, the neat thing is, is we have had the opportunity to grow lately. So we have a few more people on staff. And so I... I think I might have some time to enjoy the walk, and it's always fun to see people and talk That's to great. people and and hear their stories. Um, their stories of so there is recovery. a time where where people share, or or just kind of that just informally. Well, okay, when you walk in, we do a short program, so okay. um, we do check in around eleven thirty, and then. About 20 or 30 minutes before the walk starts, we just do a short program. Mm -hmm. um, but there's plenty of time to, you know, grab a snack and sit at a table and, and just chat. chat with people. And um, when is mental health awareness or is, is that a week or a month or a celebration of mental health? When is when is that? So there's actually... Uh, I mean, it should be year-round, but, you know, <laughs> the, how, how the this... big times. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, a couple things. September is National Recovery Month, mm -hmm. and recovery is something that we talk about related to mental illness as well, because um, even though people, there isn't a cure, yeah. per se, for mental illness, the ability to lead a self-directed and healthy life is what we consider recovery. And so we do celebrate National Recovery Month in September. It's also Suicide Awareness Month in September. Okay. 
Then the first week of October is Mental Illness Awareness Week. So we'll be doing some activities for that, including launching and having the open house, an open house for our brand new um, drop-in center. Okay. And Um, what what does that mean, drop-in center? What are you guys? That is for anybody that is living with a mental illness that just wants to go and meet others and do social activities. Um, maybe they just want to come and have a cup of coffee, but it's have a space where they can feel safe and exactly come and yeah, and talk to others. And um, this is great. And where is that going to be at? So that is adjacent to our office, which is at 1700 North Broadway, um, Rochester, Minnesota. Yep. Yes, correct. And it's called the Lighthouse. Um, it's in Suite One Zero Three, which is right Mm -hmm. next to where we are. And we're really excited about it. That's great. And then we'll have a lot of different activities, um, not only within the lighthouse space, but also out in the community. But just a chance to meet others. And that will be happening during Mental Illness Awareness Week, that open house. And then Mental Health Awareness Month is the month of May. So that's another big one for activities, particularly around um, just how do we maintain optimal mental health um you know any of us because mm-hmm. we all have some state of mental health yes. at any given moment and um how do you find out how do you find uh, of referrals how do you clients or people who come to nami come from is that through referrals through providers just to community members salvation army community clinic how how do you guys it's really all of the above schools Yeah, it's it for a lot of people, it's word of mouth. Somebody has mentioned it. They've mentioned NAMI. Maybe they've seen a presentation that NAMI has done. Um, Maybe it's something in the media where they Mm -hmm. saw that Um, providers, definitely doctors, primary care Mm -hmm. doctors, psychiatrists, therapists, kind of. Yeah. They come from everywhere. Yeah, and and well, that's that's I think you also mentioned something really um, important that we all go through some phases in our life where we, you know, sadness, depression, you name it. Uh, it's just a matter of recognizing. I guess that's the first step, and then to achieve recovery. Recovery. So absolutely, yeah. We can all have periods of poor mental health regardless of whether or not there's a mental illness diagnosed. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's an important thing to recognize that, you know, so all of us have some insight into how we're doing and checking in with ourselves Mm -hmm. and our mental health. Wow. No, this is, I mean, it's it's incredible the, the, how each human is is so different and, and, I guess we'll never finish discovering ourselves. I mean, that I, ideally, you want to discover yourself and learn about yourself and, and to understand when, when you're healthy, when you're in peace, and when you're sad, and to bring that balance back. So Absolutely. That's really important. That insight is just critical. Mm-hmm. And um, any resources, any other resources that are in, in place in the community that you related to mental health that you can, uh, I don't know, give a shout-out to other agencies? 
Yeah, so there's so many different uh, places that we we work with. Partner, um, yeah. There's a couple things that I want to identify mm-hmm. just because you never know when you might be in a situation where there's a mental health crisis. So the first thing is that in our community, um, many of the law enforcement agencies have what are called CIT officers, um, which stands for Crisis Intervention Team. And they are officers that are specially trained in de-escalating mental health crises. So they receive 40 hours of training it's a wonderful evidence-based program, and in this community, they've been very supportive. Um, so you can through calling through the uh, sheriff office, you can yeah, get in contact with them. City police department, um, okay. sheriff's office, and and if somebody does need to make a call, they can request a CIT officer, and if there's one available, then that's who will be dispatched. So that's a really valuable oh. service. And the other thing that has been really helpful to us is the Southeast Minnesota Mobile Crisis Response. Okay. So that's something that's available um, 24, the phone line is available 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And there's trained counselors on the other line. Um, In some situations, particularly if um, the person you know, if, if they need more than just that on-the-phone counseling, they can dispatch mobile teams that consist okay. of mental health providers and practitioners. Um, and that's just a lot of times they can avoid hospitalization or emergency room visits, and they can avoid law enforcement involvement. And so it's just a really valuable service in our community and the entire region. Is that run through the county or how's, who's... Um, that's it's funded through a state uh, grant, and okay. there's actually three different mental health centers that work together um, within a, the ten counties southeast Minnesota region to provide those services. Okay. Uh, the hours of NAMI office. Where are the the hours officially mm-hmm. are <laughs> eight to four Monday yeah. through Thursday. Okay. Um, we are typically there beyond four, and um, on Fridays we are also typically there. But because we have a small staff, yeah. Um, we kind of built that in as a day for meetings and whatnot so people are in and out a little bit more so i just recommend calling first okay that day. and um do you guys have any social media presence where people can follow you guys or get some uh, for get information through the rochester chapter or office absolutely so on facebook we have both a page for nami southeast minnesota and the lighthouse okay so it's just facebook.com slash okay. for both. Yep. And then um, the NAMI one is NAMI, S-E-M-N. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Lighthouse page is, this is all spelled out, the Lighthouse mm-hmm. at A-T, NAMI, S-E-M-N. Okay. So um, that's a good way to find us. And then the website as well. Great. Anything else that you want to share with our friends uh, of the community board? Uh, let's repeat the event coming up on September 24th. 
Correct. The hours. <laughs> NAMI walks. So yeah. check in at 11.30 and walk starts at 1 o'clock. Okay. And this activity is for everybody? Absolutely. So, and the distance? Uh, you guys the distance, there? the, there's a marked course outside okay. that's a 5K. Oh, okay. Um, so everybody can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they can, if yeah. somebody wanted to turn around midway, they're whenever, yeah. they're free to do that too. All right. Um, anything else we can uh, say? Um, I think yeah. the other thing that I just want to talk about is our peer support specialist services. Yes, please. And peer support specialists are uh, something that was recently added to NAMI Southeast Minnesota. We have two part-time, and they are people with a lived experience mm -hmm. of mental illness. And they work with those who seek out uh, their services um, because they want to work on, uh, maybe it's a goal that they want to achieve or just to attain and maintain wellness, the peer support specialist can walk alongside them on their recovery journey. So we're really excited about them and um, want to get the word out there that, that they're available now. Great. Oh, I found this um, outside of your guys NAMI Support Group Facilitator Training. So can you tell me a little bit about this? Yes. So we have the facilitators of our support groups, um, whether it's connection for people living with mental illness or the family support group, are, like I mentioned, their peers. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, they go through a training. Uh, we have the connection one actually coming up pretty soon locally, but they're also available in the Twin Cities. And the training is so people can volunteer to be support group leaders. It's a really nice way to get involved. Yeah, give back. And, and I mean, sh share your story, your testimonial. That's sometimes the most strong thing you can do as an individual. Yeah, and it's interesting. One of our support group facilitators always says that she feels like she gets more from facilitating the support group than the people attending yeah. it. <laughs> She's covering so, herself with, which yeah. is good. Um, but then we also have, uh, for people that may not want to facilitate a support group but still want to do some education or mm -hmm. share their story, we have a program called Amplify. And it is the tagline is Raising the Volume on Conversations That Matter. So it consists of a number of different uh, modules that anyone in the community can request, and we have volunteers go out and do those presentations. So that training is also coming up in early October. Well, I guess we should uh, keep the micro microphones open for them if one day they want to come and share. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great because, I mean, everybody can benefit from their experience. Absolutely. So that's great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Anything else that you would like to share with our friends? This is great. I it's think a I lot got of information. It all. <laughs> we have a lot of information. This is great. And uh, just to remember our friends, uh, this is a, way, a great way to get involved. So, at any level. So, final question Does other offices uh, for our friends who are listening outside the state of Minnesota, do they have similar programs or depends each office? Uh, it varies on which programs are available. Um, some programs that I mentioned, like the Connection Support Group and the Family Support Group, 
are the same across the country. So the training is the same, mm-hmm. the format That's is the standard. same. Yeah. Yep. And um, then there are some that would be similar within the state of Minnesota, and then we have some that are just essentially local programs. And that's because you guys apply for different grants or how the funding comes? Uh, or is by the zip code, depends the population that you guys cover? You know, the big thing is just that what emerges as community needs and opportunities. So we try to, um, of course, offer these wonderful NAMI programs, but also do the things that respond to local needs as well, which is, the I think, the real value of having the local affiliates kind of on the ground. Yeah, I mean, like here in, in the county, that was one of the key needs that kept coming up. Yes, mental health was identified as a need in our community health needs assessment yeah. for the past two times it's been done. So, um, but it really... Awareness, I guess that's it. Yeah, absolutely. And even in, in other states, if there's something that sounds that someone heard today and they are curious whether there's something similar, sometimes mm-hmm. it can just be called something else. They can always contact us their too off, or off. visit the their visit office. Page. Yep, and they can find that um, on NAMI.org. There's a place where you can find a local affiliate. Okay. So pretty easy to search on that site all right well thank you thank you for stopping by and remember friends that you can we're going to be posting the some of the links and the Courtney just shared with us and uh their information about the local office and the national office also you can find that information in our website at smartrightnetwork.net and also in our facebook on the community board also on twitter on community board we're going to be posting there so stay tuned and make sure you contact us if you have some information that you want to share with the community and stay tuned bye bye